This is breaking news. Breaking news from the Athletic. Uh, this is Arpan Basu from the Athletic NHL with breaking news. I'm joined by Thomas Drance, directly live from the Stanley Cup final celebration in Edmonton. The Lightning are currently passing the Stanley Cup around in an empty building with fireballs going, and I'm joined by Thomas Drance. Thomas, how do you, how do you, what are you thinking? What do you, what are your impressions right now of watching this really surreal celebration? Well, first of all, it's getting smoky in here. It smells like Canada Day on Parliament Hill. Uh, but, you know, the cup celebration itself, one thing I'm noting that's so different this year is without a crowd to mug to, the players are doing like a very small lap just in center ice. Like no one's left center ice. There's no lap of the ice, no victory lap. There's no fans. And that's a wild change to me. What a game though. And when what a series, you know, when I think about this lightning team and how they played today and how undeniable they were just suffocating, controlled the game throughout, didn't really let up until the last 10 minutes when Dallas's desperation sort of started to set in. Just a remarkable accomplishment and performance from a team that's been banging on the door for an awfully long time. And it took a pandemic, a four-month hiatus, a sweep at the hands of the Columbus Blue Jackets after a historic regular season last year. But they've arrived. They're the champions of the bubble. They're hoisting the Stanley Cup right now. Yes, and... You know, let's be clear, this this group and, and, you know, Steven Stamkos was the first to collect the Stanley Cup, handed it to Victor Hedman. Those two guys have been through so much and reached the final in 2015. Everyone thought that they would be back to multiple finals in the years since it had. They have not returned until now. They finally get to hoist their Stanley Cup. The two franchise cornerstones drafted in consecutive years. Number one for Steven Stamkos, number two for Victor Hedman. And, and it's just been such a long journey for those guys to, to arrive here. And really, it, it demonstrates to what extent how difficult it is for everything to come together, for everything, every little detail that you need to win a Stanley Cup. It takes more than just two superstars to get it done and it, a lot of things have to go right but this organization has done a lot of things right and and you know Julian Breezeway I think deserves a lot of credit for the the little moves he made prior to the at the trade deadline to bring in a Blake Coleman and a Barkley Goudreau and and keep tweaking with this group but it's it's really a testament to, to how hard it is to win this trophy and how many things need to go well and how stubborn this organization was in their pursuit of it there are lesser clubs that would have overreacted to missing the playoffs in 2017 or coughing up game six and game seven of the 2018 Stanley Cup final, uh, sorry, Eastern Conference final against the Washington Capitals or the sweep to the Columbus Blue Jackets. John Cooper, the longest tenured NHL head coach, has won the Stanley Cup with an organization that stuck by him. And, you know, you think about Steven, Steve Eiserman's departure, excuse me, in 2018 and it's his right-hand man that gets elevated. Every assistant general manager, all of Breezebois' three assistant general managers have been with this club for at least eight years. Like, there's a sense of stubbornness, of continuity, of not deviating from a plan, which included, you know, attacking opponents with skilled hockey, spatial problem solving. They stuck to their guns, they stuck to their people, and it's just tremendous to see them get rewarded for it. Uh, this is what it should be, and it's so hard to win, 
partly because hockey's such a variable sport, but this Tampa Bay Lightning team, they're not just a full value champion this year, but it's good that this project is being rewarded with the ultimate prize in this sport because this is a model organization that's done everything right. They've fully earned this over a decade or 11 years uh, during the Jeff Vinnick era. And just and just to, to accentuate your point, the people, it's all the support staff that are getting the cup now as we're talking to you, and even them, uh, the, the continuity goes down to that level, the <laughs> yeah. equipment guys, the training staff. I mean, this group has been together for a very long time, but I want to pick up on what you said there because it's true. I think oftentimes you look at the Stanley Cup final as sort of a template or a model that other teams will follow to try and achieve the same thing. And you see the way the Dallas Stars played, and I don't want to take anything away from them because they had a huge accomplishment in reaching the final. But I think there's something comforting about the Lightning winning with the way that they play the game and the way that they approach the game, the, the skill, and, and, and coming at you with waves of skill instead of waves of grinding down hockey. And, and, and who wants to really... Who wants the league to be copying the grinding model? We want the league to be copying the waves of skill that Tampa comes at you with. And the reality is, you know, not to be a downer here, but, you know, there's there's a lot of difficult decisions coming up for the Tampa Bay Lightning very shortly. The draft is next week on Tuesday. And there's, a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that they have to figure out. But for now, this is an absolute just reward. I couldn't agree with you more because of how... The stick to of this organization is, is really remarkable, and I don't think that there's there are not too many teams in this league that would have been as patient with what they believed in as the Tampa Bay Lightning have been. I, I agree with you, and let me just echo your sentiment that if the Lightning become the template in a copycat league, everyone, the fans of this sport, they're the real winners of that. This is an organization that's done it the right way, top to bottom. Tonight, their entire top six forward group was acquired as amateurs by the organization, either through the draft or as unsigned, um, undra sorry, undrafted free agents. Andre Vasilevsky, same applies to him. Victor Hedman, the same applies to him. Like, this is a model for sustainable development and a model for how hockey can work. And even outclass in their non-traditional market the local professional baseball team and the local professional football team like this is what a successful organization looks like as they pose with the cup for the photo at center ice that's the thought i'm struck with and, and just one last note the dallas stars a team with an interim head coach a backup goaltender starting for them throughout the playoffs they never said quit their last 10 minutes in this game were all heart they produced some excellent chances. That was maybe Vasilevsky's best stretch of the Stanley Cup Final. And the image that I'll remember in the years to come is the game lost, uh, seconds ticking off, Barkley Goodrow chasing down a, a puck with an empty net in front of him, and John Klingberg back-checking like hell. There was no quit in this Dallas Stars team. That's why they earned the right to be here. What a great series. Absolutely, and, let me, and let's just reiterate, they're missing five regulars. Oh, I mean, man. To get here, you know, missing Blake Como, Radic Faxa, a very important player for them. Uh, gee, Stephen Johns. I mean, you go down the list. I mean, it's it's just the names are escaping me right now. But the list of injuries that they had is 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 remarkable that they made it to a sixth game against a team like this, a powerhouse team like this. As I watched Nikita Kucherov celebrating at center ice after the team photo was taken. 
and it's been a long journey, and it's been a long journey in this bubble for both these teams. And everyone said that this was going to be the hardest Stanley Cup to win. I think in many ways it's the hardest Stanley Cup to lose because the Dallas Stars had to go through everything they went through just to finish second. And it's got to be gut-wrenching right now for them to, to, to know that the Stanley Cup is being celebrated in this bubble after nine weeks in this bubble. And it's not them that's celebrating with it, but the Lightning very much deserved. And, and now they've earned a very, very fun night in the Western Phase 4 Secure Zone. <laughs> and, and who knows, maybe they'll actually breach the Western Phase 4 Secure Zone tonight. But if they do, uh, they will have earned it. So for Thomas Trance, I'm Arpin Basu. We're gonna write we're gonna write about this because this is a historic night. But thanks for joining our breaking news coverage here. You can go to the Athletics new headlines section for much more on this story. To get access to all of the Athletics great sports content, visit theathletic.com slash newspod where you can join for just one dollar per month. On behalf of Thomas Trance, I'm Arpin Basu from Edmonton. Thanks for joining us.